Hey, welcome to the Power of Positive podcast. It's your host, Nikki Johnson. If you're new, welcome. I appreciate you tuning in. On the podcast, I share my best practices and life experiences to help us both live a better life. This week, we are talking about sleep. If you know me well, you know I've always valued sleep. I can remember being around 10 years old, staying up late for, well, I guess not the first time, but one of the first times I stayed up maybe that late, which I don't even remember too many years ago to remember how late that was, but I know that I didn't get my normal amount of sleep. And the following day, I remember having a headache, uh, physically getting sick, and just being out for the day. So sleep has always been really important to me. So I wanted to share some thoughts and ideas about how much sleep is enough for us and some tips for getting a better night's rest. First, sleep typically becomes the thing that we neglect when things get busy. We, especially as moms or wives, are always putting everyone else's needs first. And many times, as a result of doing that, our needs aren't met or are neglected or or we simply have to cut back on ourselves. But like I've always said, if you want to give your best to those you love the most, that means you need to be taking care of yourself. Getting enough sleep should be a non-negotiable in your healthy habits. So no matter how much you think you need to do in a day, your sleep should be at the top of your priority list. But how much sleep should we actually be getting? Well, it really differs per person, per situation. I mean, ideally, we are getting somewhere between seven and nine hours a day. That's what most experts say. But You have to take into consideration your life situation. If you're a new mom, obviously you're not getting that amount. If you are making a life adjustment, if you are switching shifts uh, at a job, or if you are working odd hours and have a family to take care of, those are all things to take into consideration. Sometimes there are things out of your control that will affect how many hours of sleep you get. But in general speaking, if you are feeling like you have to constantly catch up on sleep on the weekends, odds are you're not getting enough sleep. Another consideration is if you have a labor intense job and or if you are training or doing intense exercises, you for sure need, instead of seven to nine, I'm going to say eight to nine. You need time for those muscles to repair and you need that rest to perform. Personally, I don't have a labor intense job, but I do work out, uh, I wouldn't say super intense, but moderate to intense six, for sure, five days a week. And if I don't get my seven to nine, I really, really shoot more for eight to nine In fact, lately, it's been about 8.30 at night and I'm ready for bed. I have no shame going to bed early, probably because I get up early. 
but also because if I don't get adequate sleep, I get physically sick. I've talked about this on previous episodes, and unfortunately, I will sometimes go through patches where I don't get enough sleep and get physically sick. I'm just knocked down and out for at least a day, sometimes a day and a half. I hope that is not the case for you. So I hope that this episode is helpful in helping you identify how much sleep you need. And again, I'm going to be sharing five tips for a better night's sleep. So first of all, how do we know if we are getting adequate sleep? Here are some symptoms uh, that I've experienced (laughs) due to lack of sleep. Number one, low energy. If you're constantly talking about how tired you are, if you're constantly yawning, that's a sign that you need more sleep. If you are crabby, mood swings, yeah, that's me for sure. Uh, Clouded thinking, you're super forgetful or you just can't focus or be productive. If you are hungry, 24 seven, if you are craving carbs specifically, that's an energy source that our brain will tell us uh, that we need because that is a great energy source, which could lead to weight gain, which is another symptom of lack of sleep. Uh, Frequent headaches, very common. And then, like I said, being physically sick, getting to the point where you are just so run down that you get physically sick. And sort of on the same note, you could suffer from a weakened immune system if you're not getting enough sleep. These things really probably, now that I've said them, seem like common sense, but if we aren't making ourselves aware of them and linking it to lack of sleep, we could be suffering from these things without realizing that simply going to bed earlier will help them. So think about it. Start with the question, are you really happy? And that again may seem sort of strange to think about in regards to sleep, but that overall happiness, are you really happy? That may seem like a strange question, but the things that I just listed, being low on energy, crabby, hungry, gaining weight, headaches, physically sick, not able to think straight. If all those things are happening, I am not happy. So start with your overall happiness. Think about how productive you are. Are you constantly complaining of being tired all the time or any of those symptoms I listed? This could be a sign that you need more sleep. So How do we get a better night's sleep? Number one, set your internal clock. By keeping a regular bedtime awake time, you will set that internal clock. And once you're in a routine, have a better night's sleep. There are so many different sleep apps that will track your sleeping and allow you to set a good bedtime and awake time, but I personally just use the bedtime feature on my iPhone, reminding me when to wind down for bedtime and allowing me to keep that steady awake time. I also love personally that it's not a traditional blaring, super annoying sound to wake up to. 
I choose a gentle crescendo and a gentle song. That's just how I prefer to wake up. Number two, set the scene. Use blackout curtains. Keep out all light to help you get a good night's sleep. Control the temperature of your room, setting it lower for the evening using a fan. Personally, I have gotten in the habit of using a sleep mask. This helps me get to bed earlier. You know, in the summertime, sometimes it's light until 9.30. And if I'm trying to get to bed at 8.30 or 9, the sleep mask really helps with that as well as just keeping out any kind of nightlight or if my husband's coming in or out of the room, uh, it just keeps a better night's sleep for me. I've also used things like essential oils and a diffuser to just help bring a state of calm and relaxation to the room. Number three, here's your reminder that the bedroom is for sleeping, not working, not watching Netflix or any kind of TV. I know a lot of people will say that they like to fall asleep to the TV, and I suppose if that's already a habit and you truly are sleeping well with that, then I guess continue with it. But personally, I know that my brain relaxes in quiet and calm, and even if you are used to watching TV at night, or rather in the bedroom, I just challenge you to see what would happen if you go without and see if you truly are sleeping better without it. Number four, form a bedtime routine. An hour before bed, shut off the TV, try something like yoga, gratitude, meditation. Uh, Personally, I love reading a book. Maybe you want to put your head in a positive state, repeat mantras or read something positive to just help you wind down, reflect, be in that state of calm wash away all the stress with a an intentional practice. And then super important, many researchers have said no screen time two hours before bed. My goal really is one hour. That's just realistic for me. And finally, move your body. You know, I follow a workout system. I typically exercise five times a week. Currently about 45 minutes a day. The fifth, sixth day is really more of a a recovery day with stretching, mobility, stability type of work. Whatever works for you, but having an exercise routine is known to improve your sleep. And part of that is get outside. Enjoy some natural sunlight, direct sunlight. If you can, ideally sunrise and sunset is when you will feel the effects most that sunlight directly influences your sleep by affecting your circadian rhythm. Now, I'm not perfect. These are all just things that I try to focus on. I'm honestly not the best about getting sunlight daily, especially as we go into the colder months. And depending on my schedule for the day, I sometimes don't spend a lot of time outside. And then on the flip side, I could spend 10 hours outside. It just depends. So don't think that you have to follow all five of these things every day perfectly to get a good night's sleep. Remember, these are just tips, ideas for you to consider 
And there is no right or wrong. There is no set number of hours for everyone. It's solely dependent on your life, your lifestyle, and your body. That said, I hope that this has been helpful. I would love to hear from you. You can use the links in the show notes to connect. Until next time, stay positive and stay healthy. Thanks for joining me today. I hope my sharing has helped you in some way. And if it has, let me know by connecting with me on social. You can find me on Instagram at I am Nikki J. That's the letters I-M-N-I-K-K-I-J. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories to let others know this episode was helpful to you. And could you tag me also? I want to know which topics benefit you most. One more thing. Could you take a second to rate the podcast? It would mean so much. Your rating and comment will help people looking to connect with people like you and I find this podcast too. Thanks so much.